Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Yeah, I'm Flint Dilly, and you're listening to uh, Knowing is Half the Podcast. I mean, it's really Knowing is Half the Battle, and I, I don't know why they put this pod. We didn't have podcasts in the 80s. I, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing with that. But anyway, they, that's what you're listening to. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe Everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe cartoon podcast show. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, but you why already knew that. You just, why haven't you been doing that What's for that? the past 80 goddamn episodes? <laughs> That's all you need to say. He threw in the word cartoon on this one. That's I correct. I noticed. Exactly. First time you said cartoon. That's how so, it should be. So if you've been listening this entire time thinking we've been talking about the movie... Yeah. Jokes on you guys. All 30 some episodes of the movie yeah. that we've been watching. <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. We I watched the movie uh... in two minute chunks and talk about two minutes of <laughs> time. They do that for uh, uh, Star Wars. The Star Wars oh, Minute podcast. You ever heard that? No, but I would listen to the crap out of they that. They take one minute of, uh, of, of Star Wars and do a of, you know, half hour, hour long podcast on it. Then they do the next minute, and they're doing it for all of the movies. Oh, I would watch that. That is insane. Guys, fun fact. I was on a. I signed up for a dating website, which I've done Uh-oh. before. Oh, jeez. But only if it ever lasted. Which ones? So, so uh, it, the super uh, churchy uh, ones? Uh, all kinds of dudes yeah, can find Yeah, you. the really. Because I didn't want to see any comedy people on it. Oh, right. So I signed up for eHarmony. So farmers, <laughs> farmers mingle. Yeah, yeah. Farmers mingle. They set you up with their horses. You don't have to be lonely. <laughs> Those only commercials are so Oh, farmers only. That's right. But, it's Christmas. Christian Mingle, Farmers Only. So I, I, uh, I, I was, I was on it for one day, which is a new record for me. Nice. Congratulations. I was on Tinder for five hours <laughs> before I deleted it. And uh, in my in my profile, I put that I, I, I am a co-host of a GI Joe podcast. Oh my god! Well, no. if that doesn't get the sweet, sweet. <laughs> oh no. I'm, I'm not joking. This is one of the reasons why I deleted it. Within oh, in the one day, I had 40, 40 messages. Holy crap! Forty right. messages. That one right. dude had a lot of free time. And not oh. yeah, yeah. It was one guy. Was one guy. He's a really big fan of of GI <laughs> Joe. And that, but then there's also like likes and and like winks. And I couldn't keep up with it, and I was like, "Wait, oh. a minute, there are likes and also winks." Yeah, and this like is... someone like likes your photo or likes okay. you. Gotcha. But if someone winks at you, it was too. It was what, too what much. What site was this now? E Harmony. It was the E Harmonies. Yeah, so I'm off of it now. Doctor Neil Clark Warren is going to be pissed. Yeah, I uh, take that, Neil Clark yeah, he's Warren. A big GI Joe fan too. Very, Darn, I missed my chance. Very creepy. Oh. 
He actually, Neil Clark Warren sort of looked like the scientist from this episode we're about to do today, now that I think about it. <laughs> scientist in his sweet, sweet shorts? Uh, loved it. He's just missing a pith helmet. Anyway, we're talking this week about episode 41, The Speaking Gods of which, Below. Uh, before we get going yes, with this podcast, yeah. anybody has to pith, just go right now so that we don't if get, I have to interrupt, the, uh, interrupt the flow of the if show. If I have to take a pith, is yeah. that where we're going with that? Mm-hmm. That's what I said. So episode 41 <laughs> is called The Gods Below. I yeah. liked it. Yeah, you guys. Pro- it seems like you guys like this one a little better. Here's I like, the thing. Listen, I like anything that veers away from the norm of like a military show. Sure. Whereas it seems like you like the military showness of it. Uh, maybe, but I also love the games master. So who knows what's happening? But anymore. you also know that I loved the ghost episode. I did like, and the ghost this episode. was fairly similar to it. So you like the supernatural? Yeah, episode. yeah. Okay, okay. I want this show to be. To have no military elements <laughs> and to be a sci-fi fantasy supernatural show. And for all the characters to be cats. <laughs> and yes, we're yes. watching Thundercats. I want this to be a mixture of <laughs> supernatural charmed Buffy and Thundercats. <laughs> and if we can go to space and just throw a little dash of Firefly. Wait a minute. Why don't you just pitch hurt? that to freaking Cartoon Network? <laughs> Speaking of which. Why, why are you wasting your time don't here? Don't steal my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I mean, as a kid, <laughs> I was 100% on board with mythology of Me all too. kinds. Sure, I have absolutely. a ton. Even now, as an adult, I have a ton of mythology books. Like, yeah. As a kid, I think I liked this episode a lot better than I liked it upon our rewatch just now because it struck me just how bizarre this episode is. Egyptian mythology isn't talked about enough. And it it's, really got, it's got a lot of weird, fun points to it. Well, this one yeah. literally felt like a PBS episode of some kid's show. Yeah, uh, like they a magic school bus it. kind of thing. We're like, let's find out about Egyptian mythology. And I then was we go thinking that there then... was probably like one writer in the room that was like, you guys, I'm telling you, <laughs> I know a ton about Egyptian mythology. How can we work this in? And then and, everyone was like, fine, Gerald, you can write your episode. I don't know. Listening, like, like listening to uh, uh, um, uh, Buzz talk. It feels like they're there all were just smart a dudes. bunch of people yeah. knew about Egyptian mythology and they're pitching shit. It was like. Fucking Amon Ra, we got to have Amon Ra in there, right? Yeah, yeah dude. They're they're all in. they're all very smart dudes. You can't be forgetting Anubis up in this bitch. What, I feel what? like r- writers in general are smart people. Like yeah. if you like uh, like Hopefully. watching my favorite show Lost, like Love the it. the amount of like literary references that they cram in there, and you know that they're not just like googling that shit. Mm-hmm. That's stuff that they actually read. Like I finally have my chance. <laughs> yeah. I can put it in. Well, this episode is written by Gordon Kent, oh, yes. Gordon. who I believe also wrote the Fun House episode. Am I correct? He, in that? Did he also, also write the Greenhouse Effect. Uh, Am I remembering that correctly? He wrote the Godsville Cobra's Candidate and the Greenhouse Effect. There we go. Oh, love him. Yeah. Weirdly, he had been writing since the late seventies. He wrote on the Plastic Man show, and ended up and was writing through the late nineties. Also, though, he was an animation timer. That's what he's listed in the credits. Uh, and timing director. So basically, it's something um, he had been doing uh, uh, since the very beginning, too, and still does it today. He does it for Bob's Burgers. Oh, wow. Oh. I don't know what an animation oh, timer is. But I put it out there that he likes, he likes really big things. Well... Can we find him? Let's get him on the show. Come on, guys. You know, he's a fan of oversized things. <laughs> Just large things. Like, yeah. Wait a minute, large vegetables, large uh-huh. Egyptian gods. Right. They were very large. Okay. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Like he was just like, you know, it'd be cool if this was big. 
<laughs> Bob's Burgers originally conceived as a Godzilla spinoff. Yeah, that's hey, what I was trying to figure there's out. A big burger, there. There's a big burger suit in that show. Into it. I mean, there's a person-sized burger suit. That's a yeah, very that's large burger, Chan. larger Jan. than an average burger. It is larger than a burger, yes. <laughs> I will grant you And plus, you it's, like, it's like comparably sized to the vegetables in the greenhouse effect. Thank you. Like, like you put giant some lettuce. giant lettuce on that yeah. giant burger. I wonder if the two episodes are related in some way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gordon, can't if you're the out there, in, you can let the us uni- know. The universe of Bob's Burgers exists in the universe of G.I. Joe, and they sliced some... I'm into it. Giant tomatoes. 100%. Uh, I believe that. I'm looking for, I'm waiting for Hector Ramirez to show up on Bob's Burgers and tie all the universes together. Except now Hector Ramirez would work at Fox News, right? Yeah, he yeah. Would be, he would be a commentator. Yeah, that's true. Uh, on there. Well, we open up with Gods Below. We meet Dr. March right away. He's working for Cobra. March or Marsh? I got March. I, I had Marsh, like Marshlands. Uh, I couldn't tell. I was writing March at first, and I think I switched to Marsh somewhere in the middle. You know, whatevs, man. No, whatevs. we got to figure this out. Guys, for Know Your Joe, I'll get to the bottom of this yeah. debacle. <laughs> uh, we talk about the Tomb of Osiris because it's like the one thing that, uh, you know, like the one place we haven't gone yet. Have we done a pyramid episode yet? I don't think pyramid so. Pyramid of darkness, dude. Okay, excuse me. Besides, <laughs> yes. You, for- you forgot about that? Gina, you are not wrong. I meant mm-hmm. the Egyptian pyramids. Oop. Uh... Quick note, it is Dr. Marsh. Oh, I was Marsh. thinking that you're faster than me. Yes, I and, am. I, and also, Guys, it, I thought it was Marsh, so I don't remember what we said last time, but there was something that I said. Boy, uh, it was boyfriends guys, or boyfriend. Yeah, so I would like it known that I have better ears than you guys. Man, I listened to that thing like seven times. I still have no idea which one he said. Whatever I said at the time. And then Jesus I, I stand by it. I, Guys, I forget. If we just accept Jesus stand, right at the start, we can get ourselves a whole lot of trouble away I, from I stand by what old Gina says. <laughs> old Gina. In, in, in any circumstance. <laughs> so Cobra Commander's looking for gold because, you know, you have a chance that you're the doorstep of the gods and you want some gold. Doesn't he doesn't he have billions of dollars? This is my this is my main problem with this episode. Not not any of the weird supernatural stuff <laughs> no, that happens. No, not the Maybe. flying but snake. But the fact that like there's a lot safer ways to make money. Like he could print his own money. Maybe well, you got done that already. You gotta, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got to make money to spend money. Well, to be fair, I have to imagine Cobra Commander didn't think we'd be in the temple of the Egyptian real gods. I think he thought like, hey, here's a place with a couple of traps and some gold at the bottom. Why are we jumping ahead and skipping over the fact that Baroness? Has got a motherfucking whip this okay, episode. Okay, yeah, yeah so she is. That's just amazing. On. She, she brandishes it pow, every pow, time. Pow, pow. Like I feel like it just arrived from Amazon, <laughs> and like she's like she's been trying to find the perfect one for months. She's like, oh man, I'm gonna use the shit out of this. And like any time, like it's like anytime you get a new toy and you just like hold it and. Well, you ever see like episodes of sitcom where you like have the one like a uh, 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 secondary character who's just like really into something for like one like episode, basketball or something? Yeah, like they're just all of a sudden wearing like a headband, but only for one episode. Yeah, like the cousin from Step by Step sometimes would like have a basketball. I think his name was Cody or something. There he you was, go. He was he was like the safe equivalent of a stoner, <laughs> but like you didn't know that's what he was because it was a family show. Or just like I don't, I can't even play. But maybe like one episode of Seinfeld, Michael Richards would just be riding a skateboard the whole time. <laughs> I don't even know if that happened, but it feels like the kind no. of thing that would I've have been, happened. I've been Consistently rewatching Seinfeld, and I can tell you it has not happened yet. <laughs> just haven't got to that episode. Then. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's the thing is like she has always been sort of like tangentially related to this sort S&M. of uh, S and M impulse. Like, mm-hmm. you, so you always feel yeah. like she probably does a little bit uh, in yeah. the bedroom, a little bit of domination. Oh, her and Destro and, get. 
They don't yeah. even Freaky. they don't even reference it though. No, like, no. he's not like no, he's not like not. oh your your whip finally arrived from from Amazon, huh? <laughs> well, uh, Doctor Marsh is tied to the chair, and then Baroness is yeah slapping the whip and being like, "I'm gonna get some information out of this guy." And if I'm Doctor Marsh, I might not sit there being like. Yeah, exactly. You don't, yeah. You're not thinking torture at that point. No. You're thinking playtime. Let's go. It's not like she's got like a, a like a battery hooked up to like nipple clamps. Or right, anything. right. She doesn't have like a real legitimate torture device. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a terrible. whip is not a legitimate torture device. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that um, Egyptian pharaohs carry around uh, in old Hollywood epics, <laughs> like the the ones who are like yeah, he's got like a bullhorn to pull the yeah. uh, oh, the got of. it, got oh, it. Oh, maybe Baroness uh, stole it from one of the fatal fluffies from. The Pyramid of Darkness episode. Although those were Electra whips, weren't they? They weren't like normal whips. Yeah, like but it was, got. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I feel like there's probably just uh It's been a long time since we've seen that episode. They probably had a bunch on back order. Okay. And yeah. Cobra Commander is like, if we get it from China, we can save thousands. I actually so, think maybe you know, she was like reading like the life changing art of tidying. And was going through her apartment oh. and was like getting rid of stuff. And yeah. she was like, oh, shit, I forgot I had this. Yeah. She was like, well, I either got to get rid of it or use it. I mean, yeah, I'm going to work today. I'll just like, <laughs> who's the author of that book, by the way? Just so the people uh, uh, know about that. You know what? Just just go to Amazon. The Art of Tidying. It's a Japanese woman. And. Uh, oh. oh, so uh, Scarlett Johansson? Yes. Okay. That's who wrote it. Oh, That's my who wrote goodness. It. Uh, I am very much dating this episode now. So it's, uh, <laughs> anyone listening to it in the future is like, oh, right. That was. Uh, that was before uh, Scarlett Johansson got fired off of uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell because they realized what a horribly racist thing it was to uh, cast a white woman. As, I feel like they uh, could Motoko. also they could also look up like when the life changing art of tidying was really popular in L.A. Sure, yeah, and uh, figure that out too. Yeah, for the record, I have no idea what either of you are talking I mean, about. Right also, now. they could just I... look at the date on iTunes and go, "Oh yeah, that's oh, got posted." It's, on... it's Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo, K O N D O, guys. I sure she's just, Japanese. Just read it. Yes. Okay. They translated it from Japanese into English. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Her name is Marie? Uh-huh. Mari? M-A-R-I? Uh, M-A-R-I-E. Mm. Kondo. And she... the method, Sounds the method, a little fishy. The method is called the KonMari method. It's K-O-N-M-A-R-I. Calamari? Because she combined her, her first and last... Or last and first name. KonMari. It's, uh, it's the uh, boat that Tor Heyerdahl uh, rode after the Kontiki across <laughs> the Pacific Ocean to prove it. This is why Ray deep hates cuts. this episode. It's the deep cut episode. Fun fact: after they mentioned Osiris's tomb, I wrote, "Ooh, I think I'm gonna like this one." <laughs> <laughs> well, we cut to uh, Egypt, and uh, we have a dr- there's like a dragon there for no good reason. There's like a two foot dragon, yeah, I and think, then it just disappears. I think someone what? wrote like salamander, and then the artist was like, "It's I'm I'm just gonna make him super chubby." Yeah, uh, it's it's a chubby salamander, is what it is. I have miss that was i writing a note at the time it's it's on screen it doesn't there's like it's like a little musical interlude it's a little set uh sets the scene there's a dragon in the foreground it runs away and then we're back into the action like a komodo dragon it's a transition thing they do a lot we're like cut to uh exotic locale there's an animal there Mm. that's like whoa and then it runs away right Mm -hmm. except in this case it was puff the magic dragon it was a fat ass (laughs) dragon is what it was and and we cut to maybe my favorite part of the episode this is cobra commander riding a camel (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why that brought yeah, me so which, much joy. By the way, joy. that camel 
looked a little weird to me. It, it, it like looked like, like they had started drawing it as like as like a puppy, <laughs> and then someone was like, "That's not what a camel looks like, man." Just and put humps on it; like, it'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. Just put humps on. Like its face was very like sweet domestic domesticated animal, and I was like, "That is that is what they think a camel." Looks I, like? I feel like there must have been someone on the animation staff who was real good with animals, and either they were on vacation or they're like uh, they fired them, and they're like, "No, we don't need that guy." And then you know, probably for like the next few episodes, they're like. Jesus Christ, what is wrong with the wildlife What do you think show? a lizard looks like, man? Why does a lizard look like that? That's not a camel. You do you drew like a long-necked humped animal with a dog face and ears. It's a llama with humps. It's that not the said, same thing. That being said, half of the gods in this episode have animal heads. Yes, they do. So they must have yeah. just been in a weird head space. And just <laughs> That's like, true. Fucking literally. Put heads on whatever, man. <laughs> Well, I, I, Cobra Commander in this in this scene shows why Cobra is capable of anything. Because for Cobra, nothing is impossible. You guys, Crimson Guard on point Loved today. It. Loved they it. They were all over it. They, you know. Oh, because they they rush into the Joes. I mean they they were they were doing good work today. General, well, except yeah, for the five that got kidnapped. Well, I mean, kidnapped and, and declothed. Right. No, I mean, <laughs> like when you go up against GI Joes five on five. Yeah. The Cobras are going to lose pretty much every time. Unless um, you're that guy with that bucket unless in that you're number one nine. episode. Crimson Guardsman number nine pounds faces, dude. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, in general, they're not huge fuck-ups this episode. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, well, That's to me, true. okay, so there's a big convoy of G.I. Joe uh, yeah, trucks and tanks. Yeah, convoy right. across and, the USA. Uh, except yeah, Egypt. <laughs> if we're gonna get to the pyramids. No. Convoy. <laughs> uh, so they get attacked and half the trucks get blown up. This is a weird scene to me because half the trucks get yeah, blown up, half yeah. the tanks get blown up. Mm-hmm. Cobra takes them uh-huh. instead of the camels and drives to the, the pyramid. Yes, they do. Yeah. And then a bunch of G.I. Joes pop out of the ones that weren't destroyed. Yeah. How many Joes were killed in the making of this episode? <laughs> at some point, I just wrote, good surprise, man. So does Cobra Commander at some point say, like, we're going to surprise them or something? Cobra Commander, as you say, guardsmen are on point. Cobra Commander is on point right yeah, here because I he's like, wrote like, this is a good plan, yeah. Cobra Commander. He knows there's Joes trapped inside. Somehow he knows not to shoot at the only ones that have Joes inside them. Yep. Or this is what would have happened to break to a uh, 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 clutch grunt and stealer had they not <laughs> that they come back from the parallel at, universe. At they when, would have been casualties yeah, here. At some point when someone shoots at a tank, there's a dude that like does a forward somersault like out of the tank. Yep. Into mm-hmm. the into like the where the tank is moving. The safest place when you're uh, piloting a tank and you're attacked is to jump, do a forward <laughs> somersault out of the tank in front of the tank treads, and then just try and dodge real quick to get out of the guys, way. Guys, they teach you that in basic training. I don't know what yeah, you guys are talking 100%. about right now. That's um, but yeah. So Cobra Commander, like they they, they pretend like they're going to go down into mm-hmm. where the traps are mm-hmm. in the catacombs, and instead they just hide behind a rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a good plan. And they man. even think to have one of the guardsmen cover uh, Doctor Marsh's mouth so he can't like warn them. This yeah, here's the thing. It's a good plan for uh, for a young boy. One hundred percent. This is the dream. Every boy does the thing. We're like, okay. Well, I guess we're going now. <laughs> <laughs> and then they hope that it works, and it never does because it's a stupid, stupid plan. Uh, but you it know, would work on me probably. Cobra <laughs> like, guys are gone. 
<laughs> I, did, I heard footsteps. Obviously, I did not. that to my sister once. Uh, uh-huh. She she would not come out of the. Uh, um, it was my mom and my dad was out of town, and my mom they wanted to go to go to church on a Sunday morning, uh-huh. and so my sister was trapped. Was locked herself in the bathroom. Did not want to come out. Did not want to go. Yeah, of and course. so I, I came up with this plan where I told my mom like, "Fine, we're leaving without you." Shouted from the bottom of the stairs. <gasps> oh. She gets in the car, opens the garage door, and starts pulling out. And I waited in the bedroom. <laughs> And so, like, my sister unlocks the door and comes out after she hears the garage door with this big smile, like, grin on her face, like, I got him. And then I reached out and grabbed her and then yanked her and threw her into the car and took her you to church. You narc. You church narc, man. <laughs> and you should have been on your sister's team. And that's why we're both atheists now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, you narc. And I'll just never forget the look on her face of satisfaction immediately turned to horror. <laughs> As the trap yeah. was sprung. I fell asleep a lot in church, guys. <laughs> to my mom's credit, she never woke me up. She was like, yeah, let her sleep. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, here. As, as long as you don't snore, it's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I snored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. So the G.I. Joes go down into the pit. Yeah. Bo- Boston guy's here. Haven't seen him uh, in a while. Uh, barbecue. barbecue. So we got Barbecue, Lady J, Duke. So we got a hybrid episode. Yep. Don't know yeah. what that's about. And, yeah. Well, we need, well, we need Duke because it's a military episode. It confused but we need Lady me J. for the first half of the episode, I thought it was Flint. Oh, jeez. We need Lady J in order to uh, read the hieroglyphics. Flint has beret. Duke That's has the white. That's what uh, I thought, but hair. I only know them by their women. Oh my God. <laughs> Gina, you're what's wrong with Hollywood? Uh, <laughs> but we, ha- we hadn't seen Boston guy in a while. Uh, barbecue's what? back. Yeah. If if Flint had been here, they would um, have won quicker. Way they they not only would have won, but they would have uh, enlisted the Egyptian gods to oh, fight yeah. for yeah. for GI Joe, and we would be living in a utopia right now. So that's yeah. Obviously- also, this like this episode just proves what a like idiot jerk Duke is. Yeah. He a makes buffoon. a lot of terrible yeah. missteps in mm. talking to those gods. He does. Yeah. Well. Okay. So thank God though we have Alpine and Bazooka with us because there would be no mirth. <laughs> Do we have Bazooka's first Aww. comment upon looking entering the tomb and seeing the hieroglyphics on the wall? Yeah. Of course we do. <laughs> Look at funnies. Yes, funnies, ladies and gentlemen. Hieroglyphics are funnies. <laughs> but also, here's the thing. Yes, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's, he's very endearing in this episode, though. Yes. He does a lot of stuff that makes me love, love yeah. him. And here's a uh, 6,000-year-old architecture. Let's I'm just blow, blow it up it at up. every opportunity. That, that, was not every the, single that was not one of the endearing things. <laughs> but to his credit, like, yes, he's super dumb, but the rest of them are like, what the heck are these things? It's like, uh, you don't know what hieroglyphics are? You've literally never seen the movie The Ten Commandments. What is wrong with you? We just yeah. had the Oda Cobra episode where there was they were chasing down hieroglyphics written on a rock. Yeah. yeah and yet I, you guys can't place one to the other because it's on a wall now? The very next line. Yeah. What's that stuff mean? And then... No time to translate. She is the one who is translating <laughs> yeah. that frigging steel as Flint was sinking in the that water. She whipped that shit out. They're there. They don't really have a time limit. She's like, yes, I can't be bothered. There's <laughs> probably point, nothing important. Probably, but also, at this point, they do think that they're following Cobra Commander. Okay, maybe they are in a little bit of a time limit. So, right now. so if All they right. think that they're behind, like it would make if they were slowly exploring it themselves. Yeah, like they, but, she should have taken the time. Except to read that it. she saw enough to know that there was like serious warning shit here. Yeah, and you absolutely have to read that. But part. also, I like that she's the only smart one, and the rest are idiots. Oh yeah. 
Well, I yeah. mean, so, but what I appreciate about Bazooka is he's doing a thing that, uh, uh, without being derogatory, uh, people who are ignorant about something do when they're trying to understand something. They're mm. trying to relate it to something that they know. Oh, they explode. The, uh, the, they blow it up. No, Bazooka sees them. the hieroglyphics and immediately he's like, it's sort of like the Lockhorns. <laughs> and at least he's trying. Alpine's just like, ah, who'd even know? Who cares? He, he, Bazooka's he trying. After, so he immediately has one thing where he blows up an ancient tomb without, a, without any. But then, <laughs> it, but then following that, he has the line, at least we're together. So, <laughs> so he, he is, he is like, yeah, I, I mean, I've said it before, but he's like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. He accidentally <laughs> yes. kills someone, but then he's like, gosh, she's so pretty when she's sleeping. <laughs> I look. So how complex is this Egyptian tomb? Because they get hit by they get a trap and a door comes down. Yep. Bazooka blows up the door mm. and a second door just drops yeah, down because they what plan ahead. Of- for uh, people years later. <laughs> <laughs> like, what engineering went into the double door trap? Mm. And why not try again? I bet they didn't make a triple door trap. <laughs> I'll go ahead and put a waiver out there. I mean, you never know. They were, they were, the Egyptians were a very advanced people, guys. <laughs> mm. Well, Duke gets trapped by, uh, this is embarrassing. This is the one point after the Joes. I just wrote, the Joes are dumb. Duke's like, Duke's, look, there's a big hole right there. Best not fall into the hole. And then they all fall into the hole. Every single one, <laughs> Every one single right one. after the other. I do not understand. Yeah, I didn't works. understand this either. <laughs> I feel like we missed something in there. Uh, well, they tried to jump over the hole, but then there was a second hole that was just made since it was a bigger hole, and then they all fell in the hole. They couldn't have just gone to either side. <laughs> Could not have walked <laughs> around jump the over hole. It like an asshole. I feel like they were like, "Watch me do this. Watch me do all." <laughs> I feel like somehow Bazooka led the way on that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Although in, in this episode, I don't know who's dumber, Bazooka or uh, Duke. Well, at some point, Bazooka says, I feel like we're almost we're there or we passed it. Did we pass the Tolis Cobras things? The which one yet? now? So, oh, yeah. Do yeah, we pass yeah. it? Uh, no. Here we go. Hold on. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Catch a cobra by the toe. Cobras don't have toes, Bazooka. Which, first of all... <laughs> First of all, fuck you, Duke. Yeah, like, why are you, so, why are you such an asshole? Second of all, like, you, so he, it seems like he's purposely trying to confuse the dumb guy. Because Bazooka was, I'm sure, talking about actual Cobra soldiers and not I would snake. assume so, yes. And then Duke was like, and then I, would, I just wrote, oh, now Bazooka is going to have nightmares about, like, Tolis monster cobra guys coming to get him i just realized duke just mansplained the animal kingdom to bazooka yeah duke yeah. is a mansplainer well actually every bazooka gets, every chance he gets he Here's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say that it is entirely it, it is possible here is the best possible scenario for this they had all gotten together as a team and watched the muppet movie <laughs> and there's the scene where rolf and kermit are you know commiserating and they sings the song and he's uh he's all uh, um the pitter pat of tadpoles mm-hmm. and then kermit in reply in the song says uh ralph tadpoles don't have feet hmm. maybe duke was like hey buddy here's a callback to the movie that we just no watched. way duke Cobras doesn't ever don't have, have any toes. fun two three four can't duke live doesn't... with them you can't no. live without no them. duke something doesn't irresistible duke interrupt doesn't have quick, any fun. he will do the whole the song duke doesn't have any fun in life he would never watch a muppet movie <laughs> He just wants to be a dick to everyone around him. 
I feel like a Duke would only watch the first Muppet movie, the really dark one about him pitching for frog's legs. This is the movie that I'm talking that's about. That's what I'm saying. I think that's the only one Duke would watch. That's true. That's the that's the one that I've seen the least. It's the least it's fun not, one. If it's not the great Muppet caper <laughs> or Muppets Take Manhattan, yeah, that's good I ain't having it. It's the one before that, and it's the one it's the best one, hands down. Uh, great Muppet caper it. with John Cleese will always be the best. Great Muppet caper with every actor known to man. That is also a fact. <laughs> Kids at home, go watch the great Muppet caper. Remind yeah. yourself why with Muppets John are great. Cleese? He is a uh, he has a small role. He has a cameo. So does uh, uh, um. I mean, there's so many. Oh, okay, I thought you were confusing him with Charles Grodin. How would I do that, Chan? How? How would I confuse Charles Grodin with John Cleese of Monty Python fame? I've seen you do worse, Ray. <laughs> you know what? For the record, it holds up. <laughs> so we learn a basic set here of set. Oh, there we go. Osiris set and ISIS. Egyptian joke. We learn this. We learn about the set of, of gods. Uh, I'm terrible. Uh, and Duca has an asp in his ear. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every single time they use the word asp in a sentence, they feel the need to over enunciate it. Oh, you have to. Like crazy. Just what I need. An asp in my ear. Also, by, in the time it took him to take that quip, I wish the snake had bitten his face. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just what I need. Oh, oh, why did I take the time to say that? You know, Damn Duke- it. I should have just grabbed it as soon as I saw it. Oh, this is my fault. This is on me. Duke's really going to take a beating in this episode, isn't he, guys? 100%. Because he, he hasn't it. even done his dumbest thing yet. I mean, he's just a jerk in general. I feel like he's a jerk. So uh, uh, they get stuck down in a hole, and Cobra Commander finds these air tubes, and he's just like, oh, look, I can spy on them through mm-hmm. the air tubes, which is kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah. And then he figures, oh, they're at the end of the line. Somehow he just knows that they, they're in a room they can't get out of. Well, they said, we can't get out of this room. Yeah, but I feel like they, they were had like three different times. They have been, had been in rooms they cannot get out of. I feel like Dr. Marsh is not playing this too smart either. Because every time he's asked a question, he's like, here's the exact correct answer. <laughs> like, he could have said, uh, he could have said, oh, I don't know what those, what that is. Man, he's a scientist. Scientists are good. Maybe bastards. yell into it and see, you know, like. And he's a G.I. Joe, uh, a scientist on G.I. Joe. He knows everything about I don't something. Think he's, he's not on G.I. Joe. No, but I mean, he's on the show right now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I thought you meant he's like on the, he like works in for the, the world Jews. of G.I. Joe. Got it. Got it. If you're, if you're a scientist enough to get captured by Cobra, you probably know a shit ton about one topic. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's lava machines or the animal kingdom. But you yeah. have no social skills. <laughs> outside not of that. a single one. <laughs> So they're stuck in a hole, and Cobra Commander says, well, guess they're done. Get the missiles. We're going to blow them up. Yep. Yeah. And then Lady J comes up with an ingenious plan. Well, we're stuck down here with all this treasure, guys. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clever. Then, Clever. Then we get a sexy tackle. A sexy yeah. tackle? Uh, yeah. Cobra Commander like figures <laughs> oh. out the way to to like just put down Baroness and just be in humping position. I not on board with this by the way if my boss did that to me i would yeah. be very pissed yeah you you run up and you slap whatever out of their hands or something like that or yeah. you grab them by the shoulders you don't just tackle them and then just stay there yeah he yeah. went he went straight up jj watt going after a quarterback i mean he just planted shoulders leaned forward yeah and bone in position i would yeah. it would be great if like three minutes on in the episode she just kicked him in the nuts at like a random point <laughs> and he was like what was that for and she was like you motherfucker you fucking tackled yeah, me you know do you not remember for. that yeah or like three episodes from now that would be better that if this were if this were community that's what would happen the next gordon kent written episode let's keep an eye out for that <laughs> yeah yeah she's just gonna she's just gonna kick him in the nuts and they're not gonna explain it so they send five cobra quins and guardsmen thankfully like what the exact same amount as joe's that are in the basement mm-hmm, yeah and mm-hmm. so they of course get just defeated in like two seconds karate chop baby yeah yeah 
Yeah. Oh, they got, one guy got karate chopped yeah. and then kicked afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like Which the karate he, he chop wasn't to, enough. He tried to go after who? It's the Crimson after, Guard. After... Well, they caught Bazooka. The one guy knocks down Bazooka and then Lady J beats the crap oh, out of yeah, him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Although, I, uh, here's the thing. We always see this where like, where did they, you know, uh, they walk into the room. Where did they go? Right here, and then they fall out of the rafters or wherever. They're in a fucking stone room. Yeah. Somehow they manage to find a secret room underneath that uh, and they... flip over an, e- an enormous, probably, I'm going to say a 12,000-pound stone well, slab. This is to my point. Every single time they've gotten stuck in a room, they found an exit. Why do we think this particular room is the one they, if they just looked a little bit, they weren't going to be able to get out of at some point? Mm. It seems like yeah. everyone has an exit. Maybe in the very last episode, they can't find an exit. The Crimson Guardsman comes in and shoots them all in the head and leaves their bodies there. Spoiler alert. I'm wow. just saying. That's how you want to end the series? Wow. I'm just saying. It's dark. <laughs> no wonder series two didn't go over. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of them doesn't die, but is in a coma for a while and wakes up and doesn't remember anything. I don't know, guys. Well, that'll be Duke, so I don't know if I'm ready for <laughs> That so uh, GI Joe puts on the, uh, the they put on the Crimson Guard disguises and they're really terrible at going undercover as Crimson Guardsmen. Sure. I actually thought they were pretty good. Really, they're just stammering do, over each they other. They do stupid voices. At <laughs> least they know to disguise their voices. Sure. That, that was my one note. Was like, do they know to disguise their voices? Which, by the way, we've established that Lady J is a master of disguise yeah. yes. and can mimic voices exactly. Mm-hmm. She does a man's voice. So pick a man's voice. She did. No, she, she does. Did, she does did. Uh, do we have this? I want to hear this now because she does say something. She does it in what's clearly a woman's voice. It's like a <laughs> sketch comedian being like, hey, guys. <laughs> These are the sculptures of Osiris, god of the dead. I'm into that. That's fine. But, but we've proven that she can literally like mimic any other voice. Yes. So why not just pick a man's voice that she's mimicked before? That actually, you know what? That actually kind of sounds like she's doing it kind of under her voice. Okay. So she's like talking to Duke or whatever. So. Oh. I, I, here's the deal. I did not think she did a terrible job. It doing wasn't that terrible. Right they didn't figure her out. That that's good enough for me. It wasn't terrible. She did a better job of di- uh, disguising but, her voices than the Egyptian gods do. But they were like a team. You know exactly which yeah, actors. Well, don't those worry are. about that. <laughs> uh, it was like a team full of Zartans. You could just see the sweat beads on all their helmets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were just uh, uh, over there. I think. Yeah. Like that was, it was like me doing improv out there. It was just embarrassing for and, everyone involved. But it's more embarrassing that Cobra Commander is like, this checks out. Yeah, yeah I'm into it. Sense. This group yeah. of su- super nervous Crimson Guardsmen, it's, their explanation checks out. It's normal when I send five Guardsmen and they against five Joes, that will kill them every time, right? <laughs> That's not, they never get overcome. Oh, uh, I just want to jump back real quick. Yeah. They seem to be hiding something, Commander. You know the penalty for withholding information is... Is playtime. Yeah. She got the whip out again. More whip. Smacking it around. I I need to justify owning this. I got to write it off on my taxes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, do do we mention that the G.I. Joe's, like, when they captured the five guardsmen, they literally just tied them up and then shoved them into, like, a a side wall and then hold them up like Cask of Amontillado? Those guys are dead. Well, no, they no, get they rescued later. Do they find them later? They yeah. get rescued okay. oh, by okay. set later. But I was going to say, otherwise, like they're dead. Yeah, GI Joe is, does not care about these people. That is some creepy shit right there. It was. I was like waiting for them to like get the the trowel and like throw the torch in at the end and just go full Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> well, it's been established that this is a labyrinthian maze of terribleness. <laughs> so, like, I wouldn't be confident that I could find those guys again. Oh no! Not even not even a chance. Like I would have a moment of guys. Should we not lock these dudes in? 
because I might not be able to find them. The only way they get out is by literal divine intervention. <laughs> it is Dave's ex machina There's to get us no to the other end. way that they could have come out. Yeah, okay. So so they go by a statue of us. Uh, so they're just like leading Cobra Commander by the nose around. And they find a statue of uh, Osiris. Holding corn? Eating a corn on the cob or, like he's or Michael Bublé. dildo yeah. or something. That's definitely a corn on the cob. It looked like a corn on the cob. And then when they touch it, I was like, oh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was corn on the cob. It's not. Here's the thing. Osiris, ha, like in actual Egyptian mythology, has uh, uh, what is that thing called with the? It's like a half circle. On uh, it's it's almost like a reaping device, but it's not a reaping device. Scythe. Uh, it's it's like a long stick with like a C on the end. A staff. Yeah, there's a specific term. Yeah, for it. yeah. It's a it's a I don't know. It looks like, like the one from the Russian. It flag? looks like a shepherd's crook. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. But so you know what we're talking about. It's uh, it's this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is not what he is holding now. No. So I have no idea what that thing is supposed to be. Well, it's him eating corn on the cob <laughs> from the end, like everyone does. Like he, like, yeah, like he's he just got back from a, a barbecue. Yeah. Here's the thing. Let's give the writers the benefit of the doubt. Maybe there is like an actual statue where it, uh, it Osiris like is holding corn. corn. Uh, because yeah, I mean it. You know, it's just like as a, as a crop. Yeah, you know, it's like. So I actually want to give Alpine an extra piece of credit right here because they go undercover. He's the only one that goes undercover as a white dude. What? Every single one of those Crimson Guardsmen is a white dude, of which Alpine is not. So that's commitment to the role, sure. as far as I'm concerned, because they show him talking. They show his head moving. They hear the voice. We recognize it's Alpine. White dude. I mean, there are no animation mistakes in G.I. Joe. We've established this before. He's committed to the role. Sure. I just want you to know I Googled Osiris holding corn. Nothing came up. Oh. And all the images are of these two things that he normally does hold, which right. look nothing like corn. Yeah, but he's got to eat at some point, Gina. I mean, he's a god. He doesn't. He's I the mean, god of the a, underworld. Not a machine. He's, yeah, he consumes he's the, god the souls of the, underworld. Of the wicked. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. This is, a, the, this is the, the um, point in the episode where we make a turn. <laughs> We find the crown of Osiris. Yep. They get hit by a whole bunch of gas of some kind. Snake and gas. I'm convinced from this moment of the episode all the way to the end, every single person is tripping balls off their ass. These are my this is my favorite part part of the episode, man. This yeah. is where we take a left turn. <laughs> we yeah. get Osiris who is clearly Destro. Uh, he is very clearly Destro. Yes, that's then, uh, Arthur then, uh, Burghardt. And then Horus who is Duke? Duke, yep. And then got the one of them God who is the Baroness. Baroness, yep. And then I think one of them is Lady J. Oh, is that maybe? It's Mary. Maybe. Uh, one of them is Peter Cullen. One of them is absolutely Peter Cullen. Yep. Uh, so we well, first off, they sink through the floor on a, a giant onk, and mm-hmm. then they end up in space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're telling yes, me you nobody's do. tripping balls already. That's like, awesome. I'm into it. Okay. I'm so into it. Immediately, I have just what, what the fuck is happening here? Now we're facing gods. Yes. Um, yeah. Legitimate. And this Egyptian is where Duke deities. starts being a dick. Yes. Like, this, yes. is, this is the moment that he chooses to be like, oh, I'm going to talk back to these gods that, cl- that yeah. think we're dead he, and are trying to decide if we're good people. I will say this. I will say this. Uh, he may be pulling a... Uh, um, uh, he may have watched Ghostbusters, <laughs> realized 
that when someone asks you if you're a I god, explained to you, you say yes. You you have now given him credit for watching Ghostbusters and the Muppets movie. <laughs> and I am telling you, he has no fun in life. Remember, in every episode, he is the guy that's like, "Stop having fun." No, he's what this. I'm saying. Stop reading he's, fun magazines. He's not watching those things for fun. He's watching them for research because <laughs> he knows that when you're in GI Joe, sometimes you run across gods. Uh, and- some, you know what? Yes. Sometimes you're going to run across a god or two. It's just going to happen. So he's just going to be all like, "Yeah, I'm a god too. What of it?" Let's none talk. of them Let's try rap. to explain. None of them like try to be like, "Hey, I'm sorry. We are not actually dead. Can you just send us back?" Which Guys, is what I would do. Funny thing just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I would try and explain. I would be like, "Listen, you're you're very impressive. You're huge." Can you just send us back? Wow. Am I right, guys? Uh, yeah, Lady J's are like, <laughs> you guys. everything about you huge? Mm. <laughs> oh, Lord. What would you even do with that, Chan? That's ridiculous. What would I do You'd with have, it? like, undead babies. I don't know. Make steaks, it would, it, It's the size of you. How would you even begin to manage it? I mean... When we were talking about a, a person-sized burger, was that on <laughs> air or off air? I forget. It was on air. Okay, good. In that case, I 100% support uh, human-sized uh, uh, ding-dongs. So I want to give Cobra Commander Baroness full credit right now because they get uh, uh, face-to-face with the snake god of Set, and he just says to them, hey, are you guys worshippers of the snake god? And without even missing a beat, they were like, Fuck yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, they're dealing with this guy. <laughs> they're dealing with this guy a lot better than the Joes are. Which they I really guess, are. I guess this was a show you like. Oh, because they're deceivers, they're better at lying. But it's like, come on, Joes, like do do a little tap dance in here. <laughs> tap dance for your supper. Oh, I'm sorry, Duke. Do you hang out with gods all the time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he 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 needs to tap into that training and just and just be like, what can we do for you? We've got a whole military operation. What would you like? Yeah, mm-hmm. we we can get stuff done. Well, I think I like his set. He refers to himself as uh, the. He says, uh, you know, he's talking about my brother is terrible. I hate my brother. Mm-hmm. I'm the lord of evil and darkness. And in that moment, I think you lose the moral high ground. I think <laughs> once you refer to yourself as being the one of evil, I mean, maybe you can't pretend like you have a good viewpoint anymore. Here's the thing: he'd already turned into a giant snake, True. so there's really no way for him to use the air quotes to be like, yeah, I'm the lord of. Evil and darkness, I guess, is what they're calling me. But really, aren't, aren't we all just a little bit of evil and dark inside? But so, that's okay. Yeah, I would have been totally fine with that. Except he presents it like it's his like selling point. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he could have been doing the air quotes in you know in his in his mind. In his mind, he's he doing probably, air quotes. He probably like looked into the souls of of Cobra Commander and Baroness and was like, oh, I got what these guys want. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because like if he had said, "I'm a real good guy," then they would have taken advantage of him. And they were all wearing snakes on their clothing. So, the, the, yeah, do you worship not, a snake god is not a far reach. He's here. not doing. He's not doing a lot of heavy lifting on this. Conclusion. I'm with that. Yeah. So a great moment happens with Alpine because every time a great moment happens, it's Alpine and Bazooka, and that's mm-hmm. uh, they they have the test that they have. Yeah. And so um, Bazooka falls off the mat. Because they're hurtling away from Earth into space. Falls off the mat? Uh, it falls off like the a platform. Is that what you think? <laughs> was this not a wrestling match? You're waiting match? for turnbuckles. Was there? this not a wrestling <laughs> match, Chan? I dare you. So Bazooka falls off and goes, I want to go back to Earth. And Alpine says, Alpine, I want to go home. Go ahead. It's right down there. What's and I love him for that. I just like, that's like, t- you know what? We're in space. There's gods around us. I'm going to make a joke anyway. Fuck it. But he always does this to I him. I love it. He always does this to him. And I, I feel like it's very much like how you deal with a whiny child, like on a car trip. It's like, it's yeah. like I'm hungry. It's like, cool. Eat your arm. But also, it's Bazooka. And as we see, eventually he does just go, okay, I'll yeah. go back. <laughs> so they, they end up meeting Setmet. 
which to me is like the bastard cousin of Tex-Mex. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and set No, hold on. Yes. Hold on. You just alienated our Egyptian viewers. Let's just let Ray sit in this. I enjoyed that wave too much. I'm happy for me, guys. I don't care if y'all are mad. Our Egyptian viewers are going to start sending in angry letters. We just lost our one guy in Australia somehow. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, Setmet is actually just a flying bear wearing a Hanes. Oh, I thought it was a cat. Uh, uh, under, under armor. It's a, it's a woman. It's a female guy. Is it a female guy? I think yep. it's one of the daughters. The, yep, one of the fiercest one of, of his daughters. Yeah. Setmet. Who's just a, a winged lion wearing a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's Why basically not? it's basically the 1980s version of uh, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know what? I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Oh, it. it's it's Sekhmet. Oh, Sekhmet. S e k h m e t. That makes a little more Warrior sense. Warrior goddess of Upper Egypt, depicted as the lioness, the mm-hmm. fiercest hunter known to the Egyptians. Yeah, mm-hmm. into it. Uh, so they passed the test because everybody like uh, well not everybody like I don't see how. I get why Bazooka uh, or Alpine passes the test by jumping off after Bazooka or which no, one I think first? I think Alpine goes and, and then Bazooka, Bazooka jumps. jumps after so him. So I get why Bazooka passed the test. Why does Alpine pass the test? He's just a dummy who fell off. Yeah, that's true. Like because at the end they come forward and they say you passed the test. All of you put your lives in danger but for your friends. He, does he fall because he's the fr- maybe it's because he's the first one to try and fight her. Maybe. So maybe he's like the first guy that's like, hey, I'm gonna get you, and then he's like falls. Here's the thing, you guys. This is all just a psychodrama. They're gods. They already know. It's true. Uh, yeah, that they're that's good true. People, that's so. true. Well, it's just for their benefit. But it like, would have been how great would it have been if they had been like, all of your hearts are pure. You are good people, except for this one guy. Barbecue. And then, like you find out, like barbecue's a serial killer. <laughs> they're like, we're gonna have to keep him. Guys, sorry to break this to you, but your friend has seventeen women locked in his basement right now. <laughs> also, the fact that he's dead means they won't get out. You guys are free to go back to Earth. Barbecue, uh, real quick. HR needs to see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a few no things to check over. Uh, uh, in your application for the underworld, you wrote down <laughs> that you had never murdered anybody. Just want to confirm. <laughs> Uh, Mori Povich says that was a lie. <laughs> so Cobra's on their knees. They're praying to the snake god for probably a very, very long time. Yeah. At least until they come down from the gas. Uh, they get the treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, by the way, Golden is gems. drawn to look like cornflakes and marshmallows. Which Did is anyone else notice that? That's treasure to me, Gina. It looks like as soon as it starts to like be thrown about, I'm yeah. like, cornflakes? And Lucky, then there's like Lucky little turns. colored like marshmallows in mm-hmm. there. And I was like, what, is, Ooh, what kind of treasure red is this? balloons. <laughs> Go I... back and watch it again and tell me that does not look like someone mixed a bunch of cornflakes with some Lucky Charms marshmallows <laughs> and then was like, yeah, here's your treasure, man. I know what I'm having for dinner tonight. <laughs> I love that... Uh, here is all the treasure and bags. And what? Bags. Why do you put bags in with the treasure? Is it, do, do they carry bags with them on the off chance that they'll run into treasure? Or does treasure? Does it just come with, you know, like... Uh, um, well, how else are they going to get it out? What? No, that's the thing. It's like they didn't ask for bags. Oh, okay. Well, the bags just oh, help yeah. with the animation, I imagine. <laughs> uh, so, but Set, Set says, uh, I'm gonna, he goes to a certain point, he goes, takes it to the exit and goes, I can go no further. And I thought to myself, what kind of fucking god are you? Well, the, all, most, yeah, a lot, like a lot of forgotten gods are, are, are uh, relegated to their only, like their temples. Well, actually, yeah. no, the deal is, is that everybody's sealed in now. Yes. Once the treasure gets out, Correct. then it's broken and yeah. then they get to get out. Before we the- find that out, by the way, I was like, wait. 
so this dude is like giving them money to raise an army, but that takes a long time. Cause, cause I was, I didn't realize he was trying to double cross them until he's like, Oh, you'll be back sooner than you think. Yes. But until that, I was like, Oh, he's, he's giving that to them so that they can amass an army mm. so that they can march on his brother. Mm-hmm. Recruiting an army and training them takes many years. I mean, you not can for hire Cobra. <laughs> yeah, you got you can you can make that. So I guess if this is the grand plan, okay. So we find out that Set was trying to get any of the treasure. If any of the treasure leaves the tomb, yep. Set can escape mm-hmm. and then take over the world. Yes. yes. And why? And he has power over the treasure. He can make it appear and disappear at will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he can't physically make it leave the right. Leave. But he could leave it right by the front door. <laughs> I mean, he could he could uh, get somebody. I'm guessing there were magical because there were clearly magical traps along the way. Uh, why? Why doesn't he just disable them so the treasure? Can, if he if the end goal is to get the treasure out the tomb, why make it hard for people? I'm guessing it's lost rules and that he can only <laughs> interfere so much, and his brother can only interfere so much. I feel like, but the, ultimately, it has to like be up to the humans to make these decisions. Yeah, the whole thing was uh, the whole building was created to keep them in. Right. Yeah. So, you know. So, why not create a mail order service where he could just ship out from amazon.com store free gold and then whoop and then the uh, UPS driver shows up, takes it away and then set takes over the world. I'm uh, going to say that these guys should have watched Aladdin, they should have watched The Mummy because everyone knows if you remove any treasure. Yes. Or, or Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. If you remove anything other than what you're supposed to remove, it's not going to be good. Well, this was very much an Indiana Jones episode of the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. As we have a, a whip, we have an archaeologist, mm-hmm. we have snakes, mm-hmm. we have a temple, we have gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only okay. thing we're missing is one of those hats. Ooh, fedora? <laughs> yeah. No. It's never... It's never uh, a bad thing when there's no fedora. No, I, th- I think we should. You know what? I'm going to wear a fedora next week. I'm going to go get one just for the show. That way I'll be hip. Ray, you have multiple fedoras. <laughs> Actually, I used to own I've a fedora. Never, I bet you wear surprised. them in your dating profile pictures. <laughs> I had a fedora uh, when I was in high school, but my sister, the aforementioned one, stole it from me. So now she wears As it payback around. for the for a you being a narc. Payback. That is yeah. that is on you. <laughs> you know what? You being a church narc. <laughs> I think I w- I think I won both of those encounters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so we end up on a new uh, Joe's end up on Anubis with the boat on the river sticks. By the mm. way, twenty minute. We are now twenty minutes into the episode. There's ninety seconds to go, and they have just met the boatman to the land of the dead. <laughs> right. Right. At we which, gotta... but at, at this point, Set is escaping because the treasure has been taken from the tomb. Mm-hmm. Anubis says, "I'm going to fly this boat right up out of here." Yeah. Boom! He takes the boat, flies it around. I, this is when I wrote. So I guess all the gods are going to be Joes now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh my god! Like them. they're just like, all right, welcome to the team. Go, yep. Joe. Like Anubis already is a skilled dog fighter. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Oh, uh, and this is when we get Duke's other idiot moment yes because duke uh they they defeat cobra for somehow by blowing up the plane they get the gold back into the tomb i'm a little yeah. unclear how the, the gold a goes to be but we're running out of time folks back, into the back in it floats back in the one thing i want to say about this episode before we, we 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 get to that part this last part is the pacing is so fast we don't sit in any moment for more than one second yeah because we're it, 20 minutes in what we're 29 minutes of episode this feels like 35 minutes of episode in mm-hmm. 21 minutes of time everybody's just like Going, it's like an episode of the Gilmore Girls. People just talking so fast without listening to each other. Something great. Yeah, mm. Amy Sherman Palladino needs to uh, write on the reboot. I feel this. like she died. Didn't she die? 
Well, now I'm sad. They're making a new season of Gilmore Girls right now, Gina. There's someone involved in Gilmore Girls. You know they made a new Batman movie without Bob Kane, right? You know that they're currently making Gilmore Girls with Amy Sherman Palladino and Daniel Palladino writing. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Gina's holding her finger up like she's going to discover something. Someone died. That a fan of Gilmore Girls does not know about. Like a few years ago, someone died. Maybe it's possible I'm thinking of a different show. (laughs) Was it Yvonne Craig? No. TV's Batgirl? Yeah. She's wonderful. I'm just just naming people who may have died that Gina might be thinking of. I don't know. Was it George Kennedy? Anwar Sadat? (laughs) Anyway, so Duke (laughs) is flying around and he decides to take this moment to call. What does he say to Anubis? Let's just go ahead and hear it. Nice catch. Take her down, dog face. Army talk. Term of endearment. Come on, Duke. He's such an idiot. You, You backpedal all you want. You just fucking... Slurred a god, yeah, but a literal the, god. Here's yeah. the thing: so Anubis dumps them out of his canoe, right? Yeah, and and they're like, "Oh, I think you didn't like that dog comment." If that is the reason, then Duke is a genius. If he was like, "Oh, I'm going to insult him, and then he'll not oh, take shit. us to the under," oh, because he was going to take him back down. Then he's a genius. Oh my god! But you I don't what? think he is. I think he's an idiot. And I think that Anubis was going to release them anyway for helping the gods. I think I'll, that, I think that, that yeah. probably oh. the gods were like, eh, okay. I this guess is hard. Either it's one of those bazooka things, because bazooka often does dumb things that, that accidentally turn yep. out to totally work. Totally work out. Or mm-hmm. he is, yeah, he is in, indeed a Kaiser Zose level mastermind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he knows how to play this from start to finish. Yeah. Um, well, I know it's not that. You know what? If it were like a military <laughs> sort of situation, I'd be like, yeah, Duke probably has the chops to do that. He just gets thrown into fucking crazy town, uh, supernatural cra- uh, weirdness, and he, he just pulls it off without a hitch. I don't buy that. But he's, buy that he's a 20-foot dog man riding a paddle boat like yep. it's the magic school bus, mm-hmm. and he picks this moment to insult his face. Yeah. So you're on team, you're on team Duke's a genius. No. I'm on team. None of this fucking happened. That gas made everyone trip balls. And from that moment forward, everybody woke up. There is no treasure. He's and on. everybody went their separate ways after sort of looking at each other like now, a weird orgy. Now they have muscle and nerve damage from exposure to the gas for too long. Yes. Yeah, Ray's on team ether hallucination. That is 100% of the team I'm on. <laughs> Jan, what do you think? Do you think Duke's a genius or he's an idiot? I got to I, I gotta uh, go with the bazooka theory. That he just was a dummy that accidentally stumbled yeah, into him. He's an idiot savant genius yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm going for, too. Because I think like it's only natural that he did. they did just help the gods out. I think they probably sent some sort of psychic message down to Anubis, and we're like, all right, let those dudes go. Guys, we have to hear from you at home. So it's either hashtag Duke's a genius or hashtag didn't happen. I mean, here's the thing. One of those two. <laughs> If if uh, it had been some other situation in which, say, like they go back in time and they help Albert Einstein, you know, like stop uh, Cobra from developing a nuclear bomb or something like that. Yeah. Uh, would he slap Einstein on the back and go, ha ha, good job, hook nose? I feel like <laughs> he, I think he would. would. I think he would. I feel like that's just the sort of person he is. And that's, he doesn't care if it's a god or a what. This is what I'm saying. He is a jerk. Yeah. I will not mourn his death. His coma. Theoretically. <laughs> I will not so, mourn his coma. Gina, did we pass the Bechtel test today? I'm not totally sure. Because <laughs> uh, there's female gods in there. Yeah, there are female gods, and they talk like, they speak in general to the group. 
But like not like it's not yeah, I, I don't think we what, safely say we I don't did not. think so. Yeah. Because there's no like direct it's not like it's not like uh uh um yeah, who's the female who's one of the female gods? It's not like one of them like pulls Lady J aside and she's like, Do you, Isis. Do you have a tampon? <laughs> uh had the snake with the wings turned to Lady J, yeah. picked her up, taking her up the air and be like, Now that I got you here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, rap, like, I didn't, girl you, talk real quick. Usually it's <laughs> usually it comes on Thursday, this week is on Tuesday. It must be all the stress. <laughs> Where does a snake? Now I want that moment. I want that moment. I want it. Up in their vagina, Chan. That's obviously where they would put their tampon. Where is the? Yeah. So I think Uh, it didn't pass. Don't tell him. Chan doesn't know. Chan doesn't know. Also, this has the weird. Just the weird. It ends in the weirdest way. It's just there in the water, and then Duke says something else about dog face, and then it ends. And then da 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 da. The dog face. Yeah, well, tough. Bow wow. End. Wow. Bow wow. <laughs> Bow wow. Jesus Christ. I feel like he ver- I feel like barely avoided like- being dragged down into the underworld for all eternity, and the best he can do is bow wow. I do feel like the writer was like, oh, God, I'm almost done with this episode. Can someone give me a dog pun? And they're like, ah. That would be rough. Just put, just put bow wow and get out, man. <laughs> man, lunch trucks outside. Go. <laughs> All you can eat today. They only do this once a month, man. And ironically enough, it was the hot dog truck. <laughs> bow wow. Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. I thought you were making a dick joke from earlier. I thought I thought you were saying it's ironic because they got the truck wrong. That they were really excited about the taco truck, but it was only the hot dog truck. Right, which would be a real disappointment. Like, Yeah, as, as a I was giving Ray way too to much just, credit just for like, that joke. Like, hot dog? All you can eat hot dogs? Yeah, really? and then they would have been like, maybe we should have finished the episode in a better way. Oh, it's too late yeah. now. It's already going it's to already network. Sent off. Yeah, that's uh, that's terrible. I mean, who, have, who even has an all-you-can-eat hot dog truck? That's ridiculous. Well, guys, that'll wrap up the gods below this week. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for checking us out. You can hit us up on many different forms of social media. First off, give us five stars on iTunes because we deserve it, guys. And we or haven't you, had one in a while. Yeah. Not in give like a month or so. So come on, you jerks. You got this far. Hook <laughs> us up. Hook up a playa. My hot dog joke isn't worth five stars to you. Oh, ignore the hot dog joke and just rank it based on me. Just base will, rank it on me. I will... So, Make another one star review if you people don't start putting in five star reviews. <laughs> oh no, that, that would be terrible. Drag us down. Uh, you can also uh, check us out on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. We're on Twitter at G.I. Joe Podcast. Send us fan art. Send a, we love fan art. We like fan art. We want to know what you thought of uh, all the previous episodes. If you have comments about this episode, go on there and let us know, and we'll probably read it on Wednesdays. Know your Joe. Here's the That's thing. That's a thing we do. I wouldn't uh, suggest it in any other situation except. For an all-you-can-eat hot dog truck, if you called it Who Let the Dogs Out? Because oh it sort of feels like, you know, like, yeah, we're just letting the hot dogs out for everybody. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a good plan, too, because how many hot dogs can a single person eat anyway? So it's not like they would ooh, be wasting too much money. I mean, uh, uh, competitive eaters. I'm saying bun like and all. Oh, 60, I guess they do 80, bun and all. The, That's true. Crazy amounts of hot dogs. What's that guy's name? Nakamura? Well, there's uh, Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Yeah. And then there's Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Mm. And Eater X. And there's dogs. Isn't there a chick? Eater X? Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. That's a code name. That's not his God-given name. There's really? some chick, too. Yeah. Yes, there is. I can't remember her name, though. Yeah. Because I'm a sexist, apparently. <laughs> sure, I could name the dudes on the tour. Uh, well, I'm glad to see I've had a positive influence on you, Chan. We're now doing hot dog. Uh, <laughs> you know what you do? Oops. You make you charge for the condiments. 
Oh, okay. All you can eat truck, but you charge for the condiments that way. I mean, or you, you just charge like fifteen bucks. All you can eat hot dogs. If if your name like, is not Kobayashi. Yeah. Also, like I can eat like half a sausage dog, and that's pretty much it. Like I'm not getting my money's worth at that place. Um, In any case, guys, let's get to wrap up this episode before we get, before we get too deep down this hole. Uh, let's talk about social media, Chan. Uh, let's talk sure. about Where Twitter. Can we find hot dogs online. <laughs> we can find hot dog at hot dog man. I am on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. Um, I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And what kind of hot dogs do you guys like, really quick, before we get out I of like here? Chicago I like Chicago style. I like Polish Chicago, sausage. I like the Polish sausage as well. A nice kielbasa with I sauerkraut. Like a, I like a spicy mm. Italian sausage. Do you know what? Yeah. A Detroit Coney dog is always what I'm going to go for nine times out of nine. Uh, it's hard to find those Chicago dogs, but I do like those, too. Yeah. Those are good. They do have them at Wiener Schnitzel, I feel like. They do. But are they real Chicago dogs? Uh, I mean, they, they put the toppings on, and the toppings are good. Counts. I mean, a hot dog's a hot dog, man. <laughs> Says yeah. you. Pork parts. Philistine. You know what I hated about the episode is when they were totally out of ideas, and then the uh, the credits just started. over here keep your eyes on the road got something for you take a listen to this in the newest pokemon they have score bunny which is a starter what yes score score bunny so it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer he kicks balls he scores great score like scorch i think yeah oh i get it like goal like score <laughs> Rad. there's score bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think, like, donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is, though, Scorebunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. Oh, my God. Ash is still the main character of the anime? Yes. Where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train. I'm leaving, Scorebunny. And Scorebunny's like... Is because he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. (laughs) If you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.